welcome. In this podcast, I share and explore holistic practices to beautify inside and out. I share the very best tips and insights to help you experience health and beauty as we age. We'll explore trends and adaptations to invasive procedures, and I'll interview health and beauty thought leaders. Listen as we explore natural wisdom approaches to health and beauty. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so grateful. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome. I wanted to follow up to that meditation recording that I made last week and just share some insight around mindfulness. Mindfulness in yoga and the yoga sutras, it's it's called dharana. And dharana means really being fully aware. And being able to be fully aware is required by pratyahara, which means turning into oneself and just releasing the senses. So by releasing the senses and being mindful, we are able to to not focus on our senses. So I really like explaining this um, idea of mindfulness in the context of yoga because it helps you to break it down. So if we're feeling, you know, a backache, a headache, a neckache, or we're distracted by, you know, a scrape on our knee, it's going to be hard to be mindful. So practicing, not neglecting your body senses, but practicing a physical and mental pulling away from the senses. So honing your senses in a way that you can remove that obstacle of um, not just awareness, but of um, almost an obsession. So it's not truly an obsession, but to really connect deeply with the mind, we need to suspend the senses for a while. So if you have a backache, notice it. And just observe it. So you can let it go and move forward with your mindfulness practice. So observing what's happening now is an act of mindfulness. But withdrawing the senses... So being able to do something despite feeling a little pain in your tummy, doing something despite feeling a little ache in your ankle, that is when we can become more mindful because we can observe those aches and pains and continue on with the practice of being aware. 
So it's not about neglecting or obsessing <laughs> over your senses, but really moving in and past them. So into them and past them. So you can have the achy ankle from yesterday's little twist in the ankle when you're walking and still be mindful of everything around you. The thing is, before you can really begin believing in yourself or taking on a new practice of some kind, if you're on a path of self-discovery and self-improvement, a lot of my clients are, before you can really jump in full-heartedly, you have to become mindful. You have to develop a mindfulness practice. Because then you can begin to move toward what you really love, what you, what your heart's desire is. And you need to become aware of how you're not believing in yourself, how you're not going toward the things that you love or holding your heart's desire. You need to, you need to become aware of how you're not doing something or what's not present. And by becoming mindful with a mindfulness practice, you can become aware of those things because awareness brings clarity and clarity brings confidence. Well, maybe you're wondering, well, what does being mindful really mean, Angela? Like, I hear what you said, but I don't really get it. So let me just break it down. Being, being mindful means paying attention to what you're thinking, saying, and doing. It sounds really easy, doesn't it? It does. But, you know, you can be amazed at how absent-minded we can become because of our modern minds. We tend to think of the next thing, the last thing, the best thing, the worst thing. Anything but the thing we're actually hoping to be engaged in at this very moment. I, I completely relate to this because I think in our modern life we get fixated on the sensory concept around what's happening. So what I mean is that best thing, worst thing, next thing, that all has a relationship with our senses and, and how we're going to be interacting with these things. Uh, is it going to be great? Is it going to be hard? Is So we, we put a name and a structure around it, and that takes away the mindfulness of just allowing it to be and observing it. When you can create the headspace to step back and look at your life in a mindful way, I'm, I'm here to tell you, you'll often discover a different perspective and become better able to identify the things that matter. So that happens with practice. So as you have honed your senses, you know exactly where the aches and pains are. 
know exactly what you like and you don't like, but are you able to really identify the things that matter, truly? You know, I know that you, maybe you do understand these things, but are you living them with intention? So when we become mindful, we have the capacity to look at our life in an objective way. When we do this, we know how to keep our emotions in check. We don't judge ourselves too harshly. And we can make wise, practical choices about how to move forward, particularly when life throws us a curveball, when life does not go as planned. And that is that is where we really begin to get the juice of being mindful. And so that juice is what's going to carry us through with an intentional mind. Because having a life of intention means that you are weaving together your heart's desires. And at the end of an intentional day, you're going to find deep satisfaction and your own mobility toward your self-discovery. But, you know, learning to be mindful really begins with slowing down to pay attention to what's happening in the given moment, just right now, be here now. And I am recording this in the morning, and one of the first things I do in the morning is to drink a full glass of water, taking sips, slowing down, and taking about eight minutes to drink it, eight to ten minutes. When I do this, I have a practice where I say to myself, I am drinking a glass of water. This is the morning. So it's not a mantra, but it is a realization that I am here in the morning. I am doing this. I feel this. So when I drink the water every day, I feel a little different. And I notice that because I'm taking the time to become aware of my body when I drink a glass of water. It helps me to assess my needs right away. Am I dehydrated? Is my tummy feeling a little tender? It helps me to reconnect with my senses. Because one of the things that I struggle with is really attuning to my senses. So I'm the kind of person who isn't saying things like, oh, my back hurts, my knee hurts, my ankle hurts. I, I have to become mindful that these things are happening because I am so in tune with the ethereal part of life. I'm in tune with my spiritual nature. So for me, mindfulness brings me back into my body so I can be fully aware. And these practices, these simple practices like being mindful while I'm drinking a glass of water, while I'm sitting and eating my food, 
that helps me ground into my body, into my presence. I have uh, a vata imbalance in Ayurveda, and it's what anyone who knows Ayurveda would have like known that by me explaining it. But I tend to be everywhere. I'm, I'm someone who cannot sit down. I'm always doing projects. So this act can be very helpful for a person like that. And when you are being mindful, just be aware of what you're doing at any given moment. Just start there. Ask yourself what you're doing throughout the day, if that helps. I am writing an email. I am writing for a friend. I am at the bar. <laughs> I am walking in nature. I am eating a piece of rice. I am putting my children to sleep. And you might set yourself little reminders on your phone, maybe. Just like these, to slow down and to be in the moment. I am writing an email. I feel like email, I set a, a timer for myself to do emails, um, and I only spend about 45 minutes writing emails every day, and that's it. And some people don't get it, some people don't understand why they're not hearing from me, like, you know, instantly, but that's the only way I can do things to be able to accomplish other things in my day. And I figure if it's something truly urgent, you know, the person could just pick up the phone and call me. So when you're in the moment, just ask yourself, what matters most to me in this point of my life? Like you can become mindful in the moment, but then become relational into your life's direction, your life's purpose. That can be a really great way to really ask yourself, is this important to me now? Is this important to me tomorrow or in a week from now? And then you can really begin to take great strides with this objectivity of awareness. You can take great strides towards having an intentional life, refining your, your life's purpose, or whatever it is that is motivating you right now to become more mindful. And this is a little short, quickie meditation, mindfulness recap. I've done a couple of mindfulness podcasts, but sometimes doesn't always resonate. I can be very steeped in Sanskrit and spiritual. And I hope that this simple down-to-earth message is landing on you. And I'd love to hear from you. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. Mindfulness is something in a modern world we always have to return to. We always have to orient ourselves to it. And if there is a practitioner who has a perfect practice, practice I would love to learn from you. Please <laughs> reach out to me. 
But again, thank you so much for being here. And just hang out for just a minute. I have some sponsored information that helps me keep this podcast going. Thank you again for being here. Namaste. So I get asked all the time, Angela, how do you have so much energy? How do you keep up with all the stuff that you're doing? And the real answer is I have a lot of passion, but also I have a really great supplement that I use. It's called Juice Plus, and I've been using it for the last 60 days. I thoroughly notice the energy that I have is more even and balanced. I'm not craving coffee every morning, which is huge. This is a natural byproduct. I didn't even try to not want coffee, but I don't really even need it because I'm so awake when I wake up in the morning. And the omega-3 blend is super potent and it comes from a vegetable source. So I love that all of the ingredients are plant-based. And I believe in these so much that I give them to my kids. They have a children's formula and it's actually um, free when you buy the adult formula. So I just want to invite you to reach out to me if that's something that you're interested in because I know that when I go to the grocery store, I just don't know which, which vitamins to get and what supplements are right for me. The... I just don't know where they come from and are they all chemicals? I, it, it just means a lot to me to have a plant-based vitamin supplement. So if you're interested in this, you can DM me on Instagram at wellpantry or beautify face yoga. And you can also email me at Angela at beautifyfaceyoga.com. This program is sponsored by Beautify in Four Seasons. In this nine-month mentorship experience, you will receive support and guidance to experience forever immersion into body balance. What we do in this program is profound and steeped in the disciplines of yoga and Ayurveda. We go through everything, your whole lifestyle around daily exercise, learning face yoga, skin care, seasonal meal planning, mindset, letting go of that which does not serve you, illuminating your chakras every day, and becoming a spiritual being. If you have the bandwidth to take on an overhaul in your life, the fall is a really great time to do this. It's a natural time as we bolster through a cleanse. Who will you be in nine months? Go to beautifyfaceyoga.com forward slash beautify in four seasons, F-O-U-R seasons, to apply and learn more because this program really isn't for everyone, but you can learn if it's right for you. I hope to see you inside the forum. Take care.